0: They made me offer a prayer for our children. It was a pretty scary experience for all of them. Uh, Janelle and I, with the family, had a very scary and unsettling experience on Friday. And so I just want to put a pause on our normal Lenten reflections and share that with you. Um, although I think it's relevant to our, our Lenten meditation today from Divine Intimacy. On Friday afternoon we decided to take the kids to the Stations of the Cross to our parish which was happening in the evening so after supper we loaded our seven children up into our suburban and went into the city and uh, the Stations of the Cross started off very beautifully. Um, we had c- candles we were following around the church and with uh, following the cross going to each station and um, we were at the second to last station, and I was praying, and uh, some of our children were close across this church by the cross while Janelle and I were sitting in the pew. So we're a little ways from them, which was our mistake. And all of a sudden, I just heard this screaming in the church, disrupting the prayer. And I knew that scream. It was our seven-year-old and i looked up and she's running from the group of adults away from them and her hair's on fire there's a flame shooting up the side of her head the candle that she was holding must have caught her, caught her hair and she's running away from the adults of the group and this adrenaline just pumped through me and i just started running across the church and our 7-year-old as she's pa- running away, screaming, she passes by a mother of seven children. She's a homeschool mother. And she has her one-year-old holding her on her chest. She's strapped. And as Marie's passing her, this mother just grabs her and just starts hitting her hair, putting the fire out. And as I come up, just as the fire was put out, I, um. Our little daughter just buried her chest, her face into my chest and was cr- crying. It was a very scary experience when I'm holding her. And all I'm thinking is, how bad is it? Because it looked bad. And we quickly ran to the bathroom and I got a cold compress and started putting it on her, her, her side of her face, which was now all red. Hair was singed right to the scalp, right by the ear. And she's crying, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, how bad is this? She's obviously in pain. A nurse who was attending comes running into the bathroom, along with Janelle and some of her kids. It was just chaos, and uh, she looked, and it turns out it's she's okay. Like she has first degree burns with a little bit of blistering also around her ear and one one part of her cheek. But it was extremely unsettling for our family. So we take our daughter and our whole family back home and we give her some pain medication and put some ointment and she was able to sleep and she's not in pain anymore, which is a wonderful thing. But it really disturbed our family, like you see your sister, on fire in the church. Obviously, it disrupted everything that was going on in the church. Uh, It smelled like ash. There was ashes all over from her hair. We got home. Janelle also uh, cleaned out her hair, and a lot of it on one side came out. I mean, maybe visibly, you can't tell now. Um, But it disturbed our family, and then one of our daughters was on, a younger daughter was lying on the steps she was really quiet and I said are you okay I said what are you thinking about and she's like I'm thinking about my hair burning like oh yeah I can understand that but on the way home we prayed a prayer of Thanksgiving we were half done our rosary on the way there we finished it on the way back home and we gave a prayer of thanksgiving that Our Lady and God's intervention prevented the burning the burn that could have been a lot worse. And I was just thinking, had that, that mom, our friend, not been there to catch her daughter, I would have been a few seconds later. And a few seconds makes a big difference when your hair is on fire. And I'm so grateful that that mother without regard to herself, or even the child, that little one-year-old, near one-year-old, strapped her chest without regard, just instantly just started swatting out that fire. Had she not been there, it would have been a lot worse. And um, so I've been reflecting upon this. Obviously, a parent is concerned when their child goes through something like this, it's disturbing and we want the physical well-being for our children and i begin to think about this should we not also have this much attention and concern to our child's spiritual well-being if you make the analogy to the burn on her the side of her face well she wouldn't die from it so if you make the analogy it would be like venial sin it wounds us It wounds the life of God within us, it weakens our will, it dulls our intellect, but it does not destroy the life of God within us. And how much concern we give to our children who fit in the natural realm, they hurt themselves, they burn themselves, and we should. I mean, that's our responsibility as parents to look after them, but also this responsibility is to look after their spiritual well-being. If you took the analogy a little bit farther, What would be mortal sin? What would be like a burn injury that results in a child's death? Because that's what mortal sin does. It causes spiritual death. The grace of God within our life dies and we lose the gift of charity. That's the power of a decision. You know, my daughter made a little decision. She turned her head, her hair went over the candle, and all of a sudden, fire. It was an accident. You know, but we do s- similar things, don't we? We abuse our will. We take our eyes off the cross. And what happens? Uh, we lose our way. Venial sin, which weakens our will, that can lead to spiritual death. Uh, I'm incredibly grateful for that mom that was there uh, because she did something that I couldn't do. And in a similar way, should not we have this gratitude, or even more so with Jesus, who does something for us that we cannot do. He saves us from sin and saves us for sonship. We can't save ourselves. All of us have these Lenten observance right now. I assume that you do because you're watching. And the reality is no matter how faithful we are to these Lenten observance, whether it's mortification or giving certain things, the fasting, these and of themselves can't save us. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. Humpty Dumpty fell off that wall. And all the king's horsemen and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. We have fallen short of the glory of God. The only thing that can save us is the grace of God. And I I am reminded of that Fatima prayer. Remember it? Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. And so I offer my children to the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I offer my family, myself, to the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary so that she could intercede for us And by Jesus's grace, save us from the fires of hell. As we have great concern over our physical bodies, and we should be responsible with that, we should have great concern over our soul, which will last forever. Our physical bodies, they're gonna die. And in the end, we're gonna get a new one, a glorified one. But our soul, that remains forever in either heaven or hell. Uh they maybe offer a prayer for our children. It was a pretty scary experience for all of them. And uh, you know, thanks for watching.